Hi, you're listening to us play Fiasco. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, I think I want to establish the first scene of Act Two. And oh, I'm not sure what to do with these uh, tilts yet, so I'm going to leave those for now. Um, but uh, uh, I, I'm going to establish, so Marky just spent several minutes tied to a radiator somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like handcuffed <laughs> in, in a different body. And so he knows something <laughs> is going on. <laughs> um, He's in full view of the mirror in the room yes it's like ah. <laughs> <laughs> i've thought of everything <laughs> i did that just to be mean just yep. to be mean just to be mean um so i'm thinking like he at least has figured out that it's a hotel just from like right because like was that the idea that that's where he was mm-hmm. yeah okay Ooh. so like he at least has figured out that it's a hotel and so he needs to figure out where he was and also find this guy because he recognized him from having met him the other day. And so Marky is like in a panic and just like leaves and like rushes past the, the clock in clock out station, but like comes back and clocks out and runs out. <laughs> and um, and thinking what he does is go to the first hotel he can find and try to talk to the receptionist to find out if they know this guy who is there. Um, and so it's a scene, I guess, between Marky and a receptionist. <laughs> if Damien receptionist. wanted to follow, I mean, that's up to Damien. Like, I'm thinking this happened right in that middle of that conversation. Marky just bolted. Um, so, all right, I'm talking to the receptionist. Um, hey, have you, is there a guy here? Um, he's, uh, about this, this tall. He's, um, really like kind of weird looking. He's got funny clothes. Uh, he's got, uh, this, uh, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a suit, but it's not, it's maybe like a leisure suit, but it's also kind of leather. And, uh, I don't know what kind of, anyway, he, he's, he's here. He's like, he, you know, this tall, he's, he's, have you seen this guy? Sounds like you're describing about two thirds of the people that work here. Oh my goodness! Uh, I can He. It's really important. Can um, do. He's he's got uh, he's got like yellow hair. It's not blonde. It's yellow. Uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's got the. Uh, it's not really a beard. It's maybe like a, a kind of a tattoo of a beard, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is your fault for not describing your character. Fair enough. <laughs> a tattoo of a beard. Oh, it is the future. It's, it is the it's future. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, and you are a scumbag. Exactly. <laughs> if you've seen this guy, it's really, really important. Well, um... Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, there was a guy. Wait, what? Where is he? What? What room is he in? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> no, 
come on, come on, please. Yeah, where, where'd you last see him? Was he was here, right? Hmm? Did he did he go up the stairs? Did he go down the hall? Did he mm-hmm. did he ha- did he have the continental breakfast? I mean, come on. No, continental okay. breakfast. We haven't had that in a decade. Fine, but <laughs> I remember my grandmother's stories about those. Anyway, uh, what can you give me anything about? Yeah, he's here though. Like, is, mm-hmm. has he left yet? He's here. Okay, I'm gonna. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go find him. And uh, Marky like runs down the hall and like bangs on the first door. <laughs> he comes to like nothing. Goes down no. to the next one. Knocks. He's Hello. Just kinda, hey, is there a guy in there that uh, he's got like a a beard tattoo? Nope. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Going down to the next. Hey, what's up, sugar? All right, not wrong room. All right. <laughs> running down and I don't know does Clive walk out at any point um, you yeah you, you get like down to the end of the hall and I'm the last room yes nice <laughs> alright I love it all the way down <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the idea of this just being like one shot down the hall like we see him getting smaller and smaller, and smaller. <laughs> oh yeah absolutely <laughs> yes mm-hmm. uh, so he knocks on, on Clive's door. Please, is, anybody, is there somebody here? I'm looking for somebody. Well, hello. It's you! Mm-hmm. You, what'd you do to me? What, I was you, and I, I, was, I, was, I was in your body, and, and it was that mirror I saw myself. You tied me up to that. You, you, t- you tied yourself up to that radiator. I don't, what's going on? That's what she said to all of that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you... You were in him, and he was in you, and you were looking in the mirror, and you were tying each other up, and it was just. It's like Michael Scott would just have lost his mind. That's what she said. That's what she said. Well, sir, I I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, I do have a pamphlet here for uh, a local uh, uh, drug treatment facility. I slap it out of your hand. Enjoy enjoy your day. And I slam the door in your no. face. Bang, 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 bang. You open up right now. You know what's going on. Open it up again. Tell me what the heck is going on here. What'd you do to me? Was it you, you slapped me in the back of the neck? What was that? that like, was really stings. No, it was, it was not. It was you did something to me then. Did you drug me some, or something? <laughs> I just feel like I feel, I feel like what needs to happen is like Clive has like a third nipple and Marky just like lifts his shirt up and be like, "Look, I know you got this." <laughs> you got like, it. like just there's some weird body thing, and he's like, oh. "I know." Marky is gonna like grab him by the throat at some point. Like, you need to explain yourself to me right now. What the heck is this? And Clive, for some reason, knows weird pressure points. Oh, I love it. And just like puts you to sleep. <laughs> and just like touch like the back of your head and you fall asleep. I love it. Uh, and then I goes poorly I, for me. It goes poorly for you. <laughs> yep. And then uh, I just leave you there in the hallway and I leave. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right. Like, Clive is the guy who will not like hide something. He's just gonna like, you're a waste of time. Care. I'm gonna keep moving. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's ruthless. 
Yes. yes. Oh, in Act Two, also we keep the dice that we earn in our scenes. Oh. Okay. So. I think that ended poorly for you. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. Oh, yeah. Yep. Sure did. All right. Uh, is that me? Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. What? Hmm. So the last thing I was doing was trying to get Marky on my side to. Okay. Um, and then he bolted. And then, <laughs> Just yeah. Ran out like mean, a crazy person. Right. 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 Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say like I have. We've literally been working together for a day, and I've got your phone number. So I like. I like call. This is. This is. This is like hours later and you just have like missed text messages from me mm-hmm. and uh and uh and finally i just like call i'm like uh marky is that marky is that you what the who's who's this marky it's damien i've been <laughs> trying to reach you after you just you you left and damien, damien I, from work yes yes of course your friend damien what the was that i was I don't feel so good, Marky. What? Something hit me. No. Can I come, where? Where? Where are you right now? I'm at a. I'm in a room. I'm at a hotel. I'm at a hotel. That it's it was that guy. That guy who was there at work. It, which hotel is it? The Twin Palms? No, no, no. It's 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 the the the, the Frosty Peaks. <laughs> Frosty Peaks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you? Do you need me to come get you? I don't think I'm in any state to drive. All right, I'll be right there. <laughs> and he like hangs up, and he shows up at the Twin Palms, and the you're just kind peaks. of the Frosty Peaks. Oh, the, sorry, the Frosty Peaks. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Twin Palms is he won't he won't talk about what goes on at the Twin Palms. Um, <laughs> Marky, Marky, you're terrible. Are you okay? Well, you don't look so good yourself. Um, that guy hit me. <laughs> he was, he did something to me. Damien, I only known you for a day, but you gotta believe me. This guy like swapped bodies with me. I was trapped in his body and I was tied up to that radiator right there. I wanna, I wanna say that none of this makes sense, but at the same time, Mark, yeah, you just need to come with me. Let's get into the car and I'll help you out. I don't know why I'm trusting someone I barely know with this, but I just feel like feel like I'm all alone at this point and I've got nobody. And honestly, Marky, you've been the kindest person to me. So I, so I want I to return that favor. Come with me. Pre- okay. What? Uh, okay. We like, oh. we like you get into the car and I like move the briefcase that's like sitting on the seat with you. <laughs> all Marky, right. Yeah. Tell me again exactly what happened. It was a guy. He's, uh, he's got a, be a tattoo (laughs) and he slapped me in the neck and then later i was him and i was tied up to a radiator and i saw him in the mirror and then we swapped again and i was in front of you talking to you and you're saying something about time travel and then i ran to find him because i knew he was in a hotel and i found this hotel that we just came out of and he Marky, was there, think- and then he he hit me or something. He knocked me out. I don't know where he went. I think somehow this is all connected. What I need you to do is tell me exactly when, 
exactly when you went and saw him at the Twin Peaks? What time was that? And it was it was in the middle of the, the shift in the morning. It was like uh, I don't know, like ten ten thirty, ten fifteen, something there. He just starts like twisting the things. He's like, Marky, do you do you trust me? I mean, I trust you about as far as I can throw you. <laughs> I'd, I'd only known you for a little while, but I mean, you passed the background check to get hired, right? And you... <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> and he grabs your arm and just like, I don't know what our time travel looks like, but I imagine it like a vacuum, like yeah, everything just kind of like gets sucked into the space, and it's. Just well, I gone. like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Then I then I think I'm gonna end it right there. Nice. I'm guessing that so, would be a good res- resolution for you. Yeah, yeah, I think so. All right. Um, so at this point, Damien, you have the briefcase. Yes. You there are two briefcases because there are Damien's. Yeah, yeah. You have, have yours, and Clive has his. So you yep. took the one that we were studying. Correct. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Because I, I think, like narratively. You're still too conservative for me. Like whatever we've like whatever we've talked about and discussed and learned, like I wanna monopolize this thing and you're just like science. All right. Science. Um so um well, if you're resolving so the rest I, of us get to do stuff, right? One sec. So I come into the lab the next day after I've had that conversation with you, Damien, about the fact that I um, know that someone's after you. Um, And I come in and the briefcase is gone. And I know automatically that you bolted with it, that you took it. And so I, I have to, you know, figure out where you've gone with it and you know my best leads are heading to either your work your employment or your apartment one of the two and so let's go somewhere where we haven't gone yet let's go to your apartment building where as i'm rounding the corner i can see horp up (laughs) (laughs) up up like by the door like or up at the door of his of your house. Well, do you live in an apartment or a house, Damien? Uh, I would say it's an apartment. You would say an apartment. So I go I mean, down to the hallway. Yeah, high uh, end. Yeah, yeah, like high end condominium. Absolutely high end. Yep. Okay. So I round the corner of your hallway and I see Horp, and he's breaking into your your um your room or whatever and i see that he does have his briefcase in tow and i quietly slip down the hallway as he enters your apartment um trying to you know get in there the other thing that i noticed was on your briefcase um that you had given me in the science lab I'm having a flashback memory. There was a name on the briefcase that you had, you know, taken back from the future. Um, let's say that it's just a name like Bellatrix. 
Bellatrixes on that briefcase. And so I know that like this briefcase has a name on it and maybe Horps has a name on his. Mm. And so I, I sneak into the apartment and well, I, you know, peer around the corner and Horp is just staring in the vast open space of this apartment. And it's a very open concept. You have, you know, the staircase that's like right in the middle going up. Everything is like clear glass and everything like that. And Horp's just looking around. And I round the corner and sneak up behind him quietly enough to look down his briefcase and see Thorpe written on the briefcase. And when I see Thorpe, I gasp. <gasps> yep. And you turn around. Dr. Thorpe. Doctor. Or, or, and I say, Mr. Thorpe. Well, uh, I've been found out. Which is fine. It doesn't really impact the timeline. It's, it's really of no consequence. Um, what are you saying? Who are you? Well, I'm your great, great, great grandson. Something like that. I don't really. What do you mean? It, it doesn't affect honest. the timeline. You're, you're my descendant. This could disrupt everything. To be honest, um, all these butterfly effect theories were actually a bunch of nonsense. They really don't mean anything at all. Um, turns out everything just kind of is what it is. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. I've, I've destroyed years and years of your studies. I don't care. Um, I need you to do something. You need me to do something for you. I need you to destroy the time machine. Destroy the time machine? Destroy it. Damien intends to use it for personal gain, and that is, in my time, illegal. So we either destroy the time so, machine, or we destroy Damien. How, how, where do I begin? How, how, how does time travel develop over the course of the future leading up to you? How, how do I know the ethics of like using time travel and everything? If what you say matter. is true, that it has no bearing that what is, is, then why, why does it matter? I'm not going to go into details here. I just need you to help me fix this problem. Are you how do doing we dis- it? How do we destroy it? Or are you in it? my way? How do we destroy a time machine? Pretty much the same way you would destroy any, you know, handheld appliance. You throw it at the ground really hard. (laughs) (laughs) Can you do this? Just know that all of time and space is in the balance here. I think so. As your grandfather, or great-great-great-grandfather, I must say, what the hell is that on your face, son? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're you're talking about my my faux beard. Your faux beard? (laughs) Yes, it's a faux beard. Um, You see, in the future... (laughs) 
Um, I won't go. I won't go into the extreme details. But there's the, we've been. Damn it! When will you go into the freaking details? <laughs> In the future, there's a lot of chemicals injected into our food, cleaning products. Eventually, men will no longer be able to grow beards. So we <laughs> will do what we can. It's a fashion thing. It's fine. I've had it removed and 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 put back on probably half a dozen times already. So you're not even a man anymore. <laughs> I I I and this is not a look this is not a look of judgment, it's a look of sympathy. <laughs> I I'm so sorry and I bring you in for a hug. <laughs> Don't touch me. Oh, it's okay. All right, end scene. <laughs> All right, great. Mm-hmm. So that went positively. Is that right? Yeah. Good. I'm happy for you. Oh, <laughs> that was boy. That was um, oh, what what just happened here? Did mm-hmm. I lose you? Oh, we're oh, still okay, good. No, we're still here. All right, I thought I lost you. Um, um You'll never I think... lose us, Josh. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I'm going to take this opportunity to resolve. Mm. Ooh. All right. So I'm going to let you guys take the reins. Mm. Um, I think Clive is going to probably want to, I mean, he's going to want to find where Damien is again. Um, maybe tinker with the, the body swapping stuff. Oh, yeah. And, like... Is it still going to work? Like, it's shorted out, but, like, maybe it just needs a little bit of a tune-up and he can get it back. Mm-hmm. But, like, it only lasts for short periods or something. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. So maybe maybe that's so, what's happening is, like, this is actually the moment when I take Marky back in time to go... Because we're going to follow, like, my goal was to follow Clive after he knocks out Marky with Mm -hmm. Marky. Yes. Oh, okay. I love where this is going. Okay. But Marky's actually actually Clive. So, wait. Right. You go back in time to when? To when Marky. We go, we, Marky and Clive, or Damien and Marky, we're going to go back in time to when Marky gets knocked out by Clive at the hotel. Okay. Because I want to follow Clive, because I think this is the guy that's mm-hmm. that Doctor Thorpe okay. warned me about. Mm-hmm. And I'm using this opportunity to like show Marky, like, hey, this is what's possible with. Like when we do a timeline where we like jump by decades, that's complicated. We're jumping in like minutes. This minutes. is really complicated. I know. I know. I <laughs> because, love it. Yeah. So so you're jumping and you're seeing. Marky, so you and Marky are yep. jumping back, and you see down the hall Marky arguing with yep. Clive. Yes. Yep. Oh, crap. But the, it's but like the that Marky. same long shot. That yes. same long yes. shot. Yes, 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 yes. Tiny little person <laughs> oh, at the end of the man. hall. It's like Back to the Future. Too. But now, okay. but, but now, right. but now, Clive is Marky. Oh, like they go back. Because then, because I no. say jo- oh. Josh does the body swap, so now Josh is actually Marky watching Marky, and the body swap him. happens right before the time jump back, so that Clive is in Marky then, yeah, because of, and like 
Clive is like Whoa. a few hours in so, the future. So so the body swap <laughs> the body swap still maintains even when a time jump happens. Until it's oh. reversed. <laughs> oh god, that's oh I can't I can't my brain hurts. <laughs> oh how my do I even notate so that? Oh <laughs> We've, Welcome we've to done the it. team, chronographer. Yeah. <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> this is the beauty of every time okay. game. There's always so, one of these moments. So I'm, I'm, I am. Oh. I appear to be Marky. I am with you, Damien. What's happening? I think. I think we just like we just like bamfed back in time, back to where we were. Back to basically, we're like sitting in the same spot i think and we like get out and i'm like all right <clears throat> okay marky you need to you need to trust me on this and just come with me quickly we, we don't have much time all right i'll follow you anywhere <laughs> so marky I, there's 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 something i i haven't told you about yet i i was warned by my colleague dr thorpe a man i greatly admire but we don't see eye to eye. He he warned me about some sort of time cops or something that are after me. And I think this is the man that has been swapping bodies with you or whatever, but whoever knocked you out, I think I think this is the person we need to be following. So what we're going to do, we're gonna go back to that moment and we need to be able to follow him. Do you do you understand what we just did? what we're going yes, to do. Absolutely. In fact, I may even understand it better than you. <laughs> Marky? And Damien just like stops in his tracks. Marky? Just kidding. I have no idea what's happening here. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Oof. Uh, and then they, I, th- I think they, they like walk up and we're at that like hallway shot and you can see it down at the end. This is, this is just unbelievable. Well, that's me. Clive, I, I mean, what did you do to me? <laughs> Mark, Marky, are you, are you okay seeing this? I mean, this, I, I don't know. How are you processing everything? I don't know. It's pretty much what I expected to see. <laughs> well, anyways, in about any second now, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that doesn't look pretty from any angle, does it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here, here he comes. This is this is the guy we're this is the guy we're after. And Clive like walks out with his briefcase, and I think, I think we just like we start following him. I don't. I'm pretty sure this is the guy we're after. This is does does he look familiar to you? Is he the one? The one that that we saw at work. Never seen this guy before in my life. But Marky, you were. But I do. He does look very trustworthy. But Marky, we do. We just. We literally just watched you get knocked out by him, and you've never seen him before. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) That that uh, whatever he did must have really did a number on my memory. Well then, we have we have to follow him. We just have to, Marky. And they like Damien just takes off down the hallway, so to try and like not lose track of Clive. What if the body the whole swap time, thing like 
kind of flips back. Yeah. Like, can that be the sort of thing where like it sure. it jumps back and I'm back in my own body, mm-hmm. and and then like you try to reestablish the connection and like it keeps. <laughs> Like we like a, bad, like a bad internet connection where they're connected, disconnected, connected. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I Can know. I at this yeah. moment say that the frantic chase begins here? Ooh. Yes. Mayhem ensues. Clive looks over his shoulder and notices that he's being followed. And just bolts. He just starts running. Damien just runs after him. He's just full blown like sprinting super hardcore at this time marky has just like flopped back into his own body and has no idea where he is and sees people running uh, what the damien what what are we doing where are we going marky what the hell come on man we gotta catch don't we can't lose sight of him lose sight of him. what are we doing where the heck are we? down an alley Oh, wait, that's the guy. That's him. He's the one who, who, who knocked me out. But I don't I just, I'm sprinting. I'm just going full, <laughs> full ham. Do, like, do I, do I lose you? Um, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because like Clive has to, has to get away at this point because he's already gotten away. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just like, I think, I think I'm like kind of panting. And I'm like, and then. Marky shows up and you're just like <laughs> Did you see where he went? No, I lost him and uh, I don't know did so you you did or you did not recognize him? What's going on? Of course I recognized him. I told you he's the one who knocked me out. You saw his, his face beard, his his tattoo beard. But right before this you said that you had never seen him before. No, I said that that's the guy we're looking for. That's what I just said. Marky, did you have one of those episodes again? Yes. Yet, yeah. oh, I blacked out. I like literally, I couldn't see nothing. It was somewhere it's totally dark. Shit. He knows we're after him. He knows. He knows. Probably. He swapped bodies with me again. He was. He was me. He was there. He was chasing you. He, he oh, was chasing oh. himself with you. But how is he? Do- I don't wait, understand. How is he? But I was. It, that was him, though. How did he swap bodies? If we, if you saw him, I, I wasn't running. I wasn't, I wasn't coming out of the hotel or nothing. Wait, I don't. Did he time travel too? I honestly, I lost complete track of everything at this point. <laughs> all I know all is, all I know, all I know is, we, the two of us, need to go. We need to go back, and we need to talk to Doctor Thorpe. And I think you, you need to come with. All right. I mean, I'm willing to try just about anything at this point. So what's what's Clive do after after he gets away? Um, after he gets away, he uh, finds his way to Damien's apartment. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. Loop back to where we yeah, were. Yeah, 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 yeah. End scene. To that go well or poorly for you, Clive? You get to pick. You're resolving. Oh, that's right. Um, I got away. So I, I got away, so I think it went well. All right. Yeah, now we've that, all got was, a, a mix here. That's that was cool. a weird. That was a weird scene. <laughs> that was. That was. Very, no, really. Oh man! All right. That's, he so, might get cut from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> more than more than likely. 
a right. chase that resulted in nothing. Mm. Yeah, that... um, <laughs> so much for mayhem. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to establish. This is my last scene. We're all in our last scenes now. Um, we haven't done anything with our need to destroy. I know. Need to destroy. I mean, well, we're going, I'm going to establish this now. Damien and I are going to Dr. Thorpe's. And I think when we get there, um, they're using this as kind of a, a base of operations now. Thorpe and Thorpe are. <laughs> And um, so, like, Thorpe's office is is locked when we go to to get in. But like, we clearly hear something on the other side, and um, like hushed voices or something. Damien and I do, and um, like, it takes us that long to get there that like we more or less get there right at the point when the bodies swap back. <laughs> and, oh, this is great. <laughs> I, I love this and so like like when we get there we hear some like yelling and it's marky kind of yelling and being like what are you doing to me why am i here and then like it stops <laughs> and, uh like so yeah so that's that's where we're where we're at at this point so we walk up to the door damien did you hear that yeah it sounded like you like me? Yes, like you. You don't think? Let's. We gotta check this out. We gotta get in there. And like, we're trying to open the door, and it's locked. Do you, you have a key or something to this this door? Uh, uh. Oh yeah. And he just like has his little fob, just like choo choo. From from behind the door before they burst in, yes. then I motion to Clive to just get out of sight. And, and like, and as he's getting out of sight, I notice that his briefcase is sitting next to my desk, and I quickly scurry it back behind my desk. Oh, okay, all right. Um, Where am I hiding? Um, behind the desk. Under the desk. <laughs> Under the desk. Okay. Under the desk. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Right, so full-grown man hiding under a desk. Well, well, he's not really a man. He can't even grow a beard. <laughs> so. Those were dangerous chemicals that caused it. It's not um, his fault. Not my fault. Um, but in any case, so I I get him under, and you guys come through the door. I presume you you Doctor Thorpe. Yes, who's in here? Yes, sir. Who Dr. are Dr. you? Damien, who is this man? It, it, it's a long story. He's a very close there friend was, of mine. And Damien, where is the briefcase? Hey, there was somebody else in here. Who, who else is in here? I heard yelling. We do not have time for your nonsense, sir. Dr. Torp, I have the briefcase right here. You tell us, at, you tell us he, right now what's going on. He knows on about the briefcase? Yes. Sir. He knows. Damien, why did you take this? Again, I, are you are you going to gallivant off like you did with the machine before? Is that what you are doing? There's so much more potential here than you As could I, ever... And I take the briefcase from the desk and just... And 
And I'm just like, I can't believe you would have done this. And and I and I look at the briefcase and so when you put in the time for the numbers, then does the previous time stay there? I don't know. Oh, like oh, like do, on do they the like numbers? spin back, or is it like set to that number? So like, that, like, like if can you open I the briefcase right now? It would take you back to the same. Like, can I tell that he obviously used this? Oh, oh, yeah, I would say so. I, I yeah, I think so. And I and I look at the numbers and I look back at you and I'm like. What have you done? I've done what's necessary. I've done the thing that you're not willing to do. And if, and if you won't do it, by golly, I will. And Marky here is going to help me. What if I'm going to, I want to cash in this paranoia. Okay. And I'm going to say at this point, that um, the briefcase short circuits and like what? Now there's two briefcases. What? Yeah, right? the, the, the 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 Thorpe. They're not the Thorpe. The Bellatrix one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so so let's say stole. let's say that let's say that I have it in hand and Damien, yeah. you try to wrestle it from me. Yes. Okay. You try to wrestle yeah, the yeah. briefcase from me over the table and everything. Um, oh, and... what about it? What if what if you ask me where it is, and I give you the briefcase, and I'm like, it's right here, and I like actually put it on the table, and then you bring out the other one, and they're both just like sitting there, and we're like wrestling over it, and like one of them. I don't think you need the second one. Yeah, no? I think no. I think we leave the, just the one. I think we leave the okay, second okay. one out of the picture for now. We just have the bell tricks. Yeah. So the um, one you were talking about before was mine. Yes. Okay, okay, yes. okay. Well, that you brought in and everything. Yeah. And yep. so I have the briefcase and you know that I have no intent on letting you see it ever again. And so you grab it back from me and we're wrestling with it over the table. And what happens? You were saying it, it short circuits. It and short what circuits. And I'm thinking like it causes a time travel jump of some kind. And so like you two vanish and we can decide where to later. Oh gosh. But, oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. Yeah. And oh, man. Wait, what, the, what just, what was that? What just happened? And in this moment we swap. Uh, and like I'm <laughs> under the desk. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, what is going on right now? And like I crawl back out. I'm like, I'm in the same. Hey, <laughs> I turn around and I see myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, uh, it appears that uh, our friends have disappeared. You're, you're like, wait. I don't have my beard anymore. I got this stupid thing that's not even real. <laughs> Where's what? What? How'd you do this to me? And why? Why are you doing this to me? Well, um, the short version is, I was having a hard time infiltrating security in another facility, and decided to swap bodies with you in order to make uh, a, a, a lasting connection with with Damien in order to gain information from him 
um, ultimately, and you seem very confused. So the short, <laughs> the shorter version is, I need to destroy that time machine. Oh, and I, and I need your help. I, I mean, you could have just asked. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that goes well for Mark. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you are the first person to have ever brought that up to me. <laughs> most totally people have new. a very most people have a very strong opinion about what happens with a t- time machine. Clearly, you don't. So you make a good ally. <laughs> I just want to get back to my job. <laughs> Let's oh, do that. That's great. So, uh, um. We, I don't know, we punch in a number mm-hmm. that we hope is consistent with what you punched in, and we pop out of the scene. I was gonna say, can, yep. do we want to ro- do we want to roll for where that briefcase went? Yes, yes, okay, here we go 18 14 or 14 18, but they the dice came up 18 14. 1814. So, what happened in 18? Toward, toward the end of toward the end of the War of 1812. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do, and we're in America, so I'll say we stay. The White House was burned. Yeah, oh, British troops sweet. set fire to the White House. All right, sweet. The British didn't do it. Hmm. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty good. The White House is set on fire. Um, good, good line, Josiah. <laughs> We're gonna have to get a picture of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> or several. <laughs> Piece together. Well, well, right now it's a little bit of a mess. I, I. That's okay. I that's might the have beauty to just it. redo. I might just have to redo all of this. It's um, okay. Yeah. I wanna. I, I, you got to document it, though. Even if well, you, even well, luckily you are recording the session, so we can always go back and <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so to our other ones, right? Oh gosh. So, so who's so, whose so turn Damien, is it right now? So Damien, okay. Damien and Thorpe go back to eighteen fourteen, and Clive and Marky are just hoping and guessing at this point. Anyway, at yeah. this point, what if what yeah. if there's isn't there a way for Clive to like check who jumps when this whole paranoia thing at this point with like the the briefcase short circuiting that seems like dumb dumb luck is how I'm viewing this but it's not so like that wasn't an accident oh (laughs) what if what if Thorpe has a way of Thorpe had a way of controlling it or more timey-wimey stuff. Somebody Whoa. messed with it before or after this. Mm. <laughs> classic, classic before or after. How, <laughs> somehow, somehow Clive knows that it is 1814 in some way, shape, or form. And he's able to head back to Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. But, Damien, you have the floor. Oh, man. Uh... <laughs> I think we're just like I don't I'm gonna I'm gonna say like for the time travel thing now it does the thing where you end up where you 
are in the same place if that makes sense so, so like like if i wanted to time travel to you know the 1500s in africa i would have to like go over to africa and then yeah. use it and then time travel that way mm-hmm. yep so, so we end up where are we in the United space just so time. so let's say that let's say that for purposes of making it interesting let's say that this whole university and facility and everything is associated with dc Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, yeah, it's DC, and we come out of it, and we're still tussling. And then mm-hmm. I think I just kind of stop and stare, and you just see that I've got like a thousand yard stare, and I'm just kind of like in awe. Do you do you do you know do you know where we are? Where what and- what time is it? Check the briefcase. And, and I, well, well, and you say, what time is it? And I look at my watch and look at the sun and I'm like, how the hell should I know? And then you say, <laughs> no, you when, say, when and then you say, check the briefcase. I look check. at the briefcase and I'm like, it's 1814. Wow. And 18. Hmm. And we were like looking around and I'm just kind of like taking in the sights and then I don't know the I don't know the background of how the White House was burned, but I think just like off in the distance, you just like see some smoke rising. And you don't even know what it is yet because we already established you're not so good at history. You didn't no. even remember who Lewis and Clark are. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Were there? Hmm. Anyway, huh. like uh, I, I think there's. Can I? Can I just? Someone just like be a bystander so we'll just we need to like have people i don't care what it is but like you just yeah. came across two dudes villagers or british soldiers or something yep okay I'm hmm. a, i'll be a british soldier dr dr thorpe you you need to give me that briefcase back i have to have it damien i will never let you set hands on this ever again and let's say that i pick up the briefcase and let's say that we're you know, by a river. And I go to chuck it in the river. No, no. And yeah. um, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, there's, there's, there's definitely pistols in 1814, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say there's like, I'm going to say there's like, like just uh, like troops, like running down the street, like after the fire or something. And I just run over to one of the, they're like right by us. And I just like snag one out of his hand. And I like, hey, give me back my gun. Shut up. Oi, give him back his gun. (laughs) 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 What part of Britain are you from? I just wanted to go like cockney with it or something. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. And I'm pointing. Okay. I'm pointing the. I'm pointing the gun at Doctor Thorpe. Doctor Thorpe, give me that. Give me that back now. Do not do this. And, All right, and give me that back. And I stole it that. on. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's he stole he's he stole my father's briefcase. And it has all of my father's savings in it. Good and sirs, do not listen wants- to this young ragamuffin. Oh, I hate me a ragamuffin. <laughs> no, no, you don't understand. Get him! Get him! He was working. 
He was working for Madison. He was working for Madison. Uh, They like pull the gun away from me and I'm just being tackled by like the British troops. No, no. Dr. Thorpe, please. You don't know what you're doing. Do any of us really know what we're doing with this? No. And I chuck it in the river. No. No. And as I chuck it in the river, it lands in and it like short circuits and everything because it's just, you know, an electronic device. Yep. Yep. I love it. And the soldiers go, that savings is on fire. (laughs) 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 And no one has commented on how we're dressed. (laughs) (laughs) No one cares. I think I think that's I think that's it for me. All right, we've got two days left. All right, Thorpe. All right, and I, I walk up to the British soldiers, and I tell them, "You've done good work today, men. You've ousted possibly the worst, most despicable person in this nation." And you know, you mean Madison? Of course, I mean Madison. (laughs) That madman. And, you know, just kind of buttering, buttering up the British soldiers and letting them know what a good job they've been doing because obviously they're the authority in the, in the picture and everything. And Damien oh, is just... Yeah. And Damien, of course, I would imagine, is just looking at me in disbelief. Yeah, I'm just kind of like... I think I'm just tears are like streaming down and I'm just a shattered man. <laughs> like every year. I'm like literally stuck and the one thing I wanted to do is falling apart and I'm under arrest by British soldiers. Like it's just not going well. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and let's see. Um, Dr. Do you have anything, do you have anything to eat you guys? Well, um, I usually don't have food on me, but I just walk into a random person's house and demand a meal. <laughs> It's it, it's it's about our modus operandi. Good sirs, that sounds like a splendid idea. Let's do that. <laughs> Doctor Thorpe, you can't leave. You can't leave me here like this. Uh, oh yeah. no, we're not leaving. We're not leaving you. Oh, you're coming with us. <laughs> yep. I you yeah. you with the you with you with the big big head. Yeah, I want to eat your food. <laughs> Lead us in. Fix something up for us at the table. Give With me three. a chicken. Oh, oh, please leave my family alone. I, I want a chicken a now. We don't have much, sir. I'll, I'll give you yeah. our, our only chicken. Her name's Helga. Mm. Helga's going to be delicious. <laughs> we need it. We need Oh, no. Uh, and. And I, and I mean, I've been operating under the assumption of I'm just going to be here for a while. And so I've, you know, made myself chummy with the British soldier and everything. <laughs> I sit down with a meal with them. And then next, next thing I know, I look out the window and there's a haze of purple smoke. Mm. And, and, and yes, mm-hmm. yes, indeed. That's when you appear. <laughs> and um, Clive catches my gaze out the window and automatically knows Clive they're being in me there. or Clive being 
Uh, <laughs> you guys pick. I don't even know at this point. <laughs> I think we're normal right now. Okay. But I catch your gaze and what? What happens? Uh, you, you know, you, you come up to investigate the situation. And yeah. And so you guys come through the door. You see that we're all lounging about eating and they have Damien in custody. Does this sound crazy? He's from the future. What's going on here? This is this is crazy, right? I mean, we're we're like in history, ancient history, right now. <laughs> I mean, I would what the, call this, this, this is like those are like toys. This, uh, look at that. <laughs> I would hardly call this ancient history, Marky. I mean, it's it's longer ago than I've been alive. I can tell you that for sure. Mm. Marky, you're here. You. You have to help me, Marky. You have to. You have to get them to understand. Where's that Damien? Where's Where's the time machine? Where's the? It's briefcase? destroyed, Doctor Corpeep. Hey, he threw it's it down the river. Kai, did you hear that? It's destroyed. It's gone. They did it. We did it. I mean, we right. <laughs> well, Doctor Thorpe, you've made easier work of this than I expected. Would you like to go home? And at that I moment, I, I see that you have, you have a briefcase, and I'm going to say, this is where, like, if it was D&D, I'd have to roll. But I'm going to say, like, I literally just, like, rip a gun from, like, like, yes. I, just, like I just, like, fight free, and I struggle, and I, like, grab oh, one of the took guns. He a gun again! Go <laughs> uh, give me back my gun! <laughs> and I, I, like, fire, I think I, like, fire a round off and I like barely miss Clive but you like mm. maybe like jerk but, and you like drop the briefcase and I just like grab it and I like run out of the house uh, and there's just like chaos like it's just chaos and commotion and it, like all this happens in like seconds where I'm just like ah poof, and it's just like ah and then you look down and I'm already like through the door and I frantic like, chase part two frantic chase frantic part chase, two, part two. <laughs> <laughs> redeem this frantic chase <laughs> So, uh, all right. So we have, so we have all of us chasing after Damien now with British soldiers as well. <laughs> um, Are they just firing wildly at me? Yes. 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 I think so. Clive has hopped on a horse and everything. Clive has hopped on a horse and everything. I would, I would okay. say like I'm running and I'm like dodging the shots and I'm trying to like twist the thing as fast as I can. Yeah. <laughs> Damien, what? You can't. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you betrayed me, Marky. You mm-hmm. betrayed me. Oh, no, Damien, you got it all wrong. <laughs> that briefcase is our only way home. Don't We're all stuck here without it. Don't mm-hmm. break it. I think I mm-hmm. stop like dead in my tracks and I just like hold it up in front of all of you. Like very menacing. Damien? Okay. What, what, what are you going to do, Damien? What are you doing? No, don't. Don't touch that dial. I grab a pistol and, then, and I shoot. <gasps> Is this like Dobby? <laughs> oh, no, I grab a pistol and I shoot. And as it's, let's see. Yeah, what? As, it, as it's disappearing, as it's disappearing, then I, so does the, Device disappear first, or just the person? Um, 
Like it's it's all the, like a vortex. The device. Of it centers on the all vortex. It. it centers on the de device, right? Yeah. All right. So, Damien, what do you want? You dead or the device dead? Well, how's this scene end for Thorpe? <laughs> well, okay, yeah, okay. True. Let's say let's say that a a shot goes, a shot goes, and it hits something. Device, device, or oh, Damien. Yeah. One and of the can... two. One of the two, and we don't know. We don't know. And we don't know. But he's gone. But this, he's I think, gone. is a bad scene for Thorpe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think so too. Uh, oh man! All right, this last die is wild once again. It can be good or bad ending for Clive for this last scene. All right, Clive, Clive, Clive. Oh. Woof! Oh You're boy! Stuck in eighteen fourteen. Wow. Um, we're in eighteen fourteen. It appears our time machine has gone. Little did we know okay. that Damien's greed and hubris actually sent him back to the first time machine to prevent its destruction because he knows he needs more than one. Ooh. And so we wait, see... sent him back to like the first one that he recovered? Yes. Yeah. He, so he it's, he's sending himself back in time to prevent the destruction of the one he was carrying. Oh. Okay. So, to, back... So, so back in 1814? Yes. So back to like... So... Just like fifteen minutes ago. Yes. <laughs> it's all he had it's all he had time to adjust for. Why, Josh? <laughs> so it turns these out little, these little time jumps are the best. Can't be simple, can it? No. Oh, I, love these I jumps can't just I can't, I can't wait to see this whiteboard, by the way. So uh. like there's a moment of panic amongst the three of us. Like we're stuck here. The time machine's gone. And then I hear a sound like it's, it's this whir, like, uh, like, like kind of like a refrigerator noise coming from what can only come from a time machine. And I look over my shoulder and on that riverbed where the first one was just is Damien on his knees with two time machines in hand. Ah. Um, the Damien. Give me that time machine now. Okay. You just I, I, I feel like we have to I feel like we have to like resolve what happened with the bullet. I was gonna turn around and I think I turned around oh. with both and I'm like bleeding. He's profusely. bleeding. Yes. He's like mm, yes. hit. It's not a fat fatal kill, but it's he's mortally wounded. He's bleeding out. And um Damien calls out to Marky to like come close and he'll take him away from there and and uh, Marky runs up and at that moment there's a swap. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yes! Yes! So Clive in Marky's body is right there next to Damien. Oh. And, and he has he has one of <gasps> the, the British rifles and just stabs him. Bayonets him? With the bayonet. Oh. Marky. I'm over I, here, Damien. And then, and then <laughs> right as, as the blade goes in, they swap back again. And Marky is holding. Oh, no! Mar uh, I'm I sorry, just, Damien. I didn't. This wasn't me. I didn't. It wasn't I me. Don't. 
I know. You're the best friend I ever. I we knew each other for like two days. <laughs> still, it was the best friend. <sighs> At that moment, as Damien's fading, before he's dead, he drops one of the time machines, but the other one goes off. And he's gone. So Damien's gone, and there's a Damien's time machine gone. left in 1814. But there's one left in 1814. Oh. oh. Marky's shattered. He's on his knees, just bawling. <laughs> That's it. What, what just happened? What is Clive just, just pats Dr. Thorpe on the back and is like, all right, it's time to go home. He picks up the time machine, and they all vanish. End of scene. <sighs> oh, that was good. Man. <laughs> now we get the aftermath. Yes. Everybody, all right, I'm going to roll everybody's dice. Oh. Let's see. And then, Ben, could you pull up the, the aftermath? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I love that. Good. That was a good way to end it. That, that was, was awesome. Man. <clears throat> that was really, really awesome. And this is, we calculate this just like the tilt. Where you subtract the white from the black, or the black from the white. Whichever. There, all rolled. All rolled. So okay. calculate your total. Um, mm-hmm. All right, I got six white. I'm dead even. No way. Zero. Oh, <gasps> that's bad. I've never had that happen before. <laughs> what does that mean? Zero, the worst thing in the universe. <laughs> this probably doesn't include death, since death would be way, way better than whatever this is. <laughs> oh, so, like, it looked good for you at the end, but we're going to find out it's not so good. Well, and I, I'm at 13 black, so I have awesome. Oh, you're doing great. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's <laughs> <is> fantastic. So... <laughs> So you yeah. go from like dying to <laughs> yeah. the best out of everybody. So yeah, so so Josh, you go was, somewhere. You, you edited so perfectly for that. Yes, that was oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna give so, you an out. You know, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh man. All right. So how this works? Uh, once you've got your basically end aim, is we're gonna return all these dice into the middle. Um, one by one, and that's going to be the montage. So using a die, we turn it in, and that's the scene for us. Um, you can, as a guideline, if you want, uh, have white dice mean good montage scenes, black dice mean bad montage scenes, but it doesn't have to be that way. It's just one per thing. And uh, you also may give an unused die to someone else in lieu of your own montage bit. Just hand it off to someone else. And then, um and that doesn't factor into their score at all or anything. No, this, yeah. It doesn't change the, the score at all. It's just another scene that that person gets to use for their montage. Um, so, all right, we are back in modern day um, <laughs> when all of this began. And um, Marky is, oh, so, okay. Here's what's happening. Um, they come back. At that moment, on that first day, when Damien is showing the briefcase to Dr. Thorpe, and they appear at 11.07 a.m. 
in Dr. Thorpe's office. This is right in between those 10 minutes when they vanished for that first jump. Oh! (laughs) And it's right here that um, uh, Clive drops Marky off essentially um, and says that, you know, you've got a few days now to rest up at home (laughs) before you have to go to work. (laughs) Recuperate yourself. (laughs) So, but, you know, don't run into yourself, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, And Marky leaves. And meanwhile, Clive is uh, setting up uh, a machine in the walls that is going to um, mess with the briefcase as soon as it reappears. The Bellatrix briefcase. The Bellatrix Bellatrix briefcase or whatever as is happening there. Anyway, so yeah. And Marky just kind of with like a just zombie look on his face. See ya. And he leaves. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Marky. Um, what what was your ending, by the way, Michael? Mine? Oh, yeah, mine. Um, weak. Hey, you're busted, beat, and broke down, but at least you've learned a lesson about human greed and frailty, right? It'll serve you well in prison, which is where you're probably headed. <laughs> well, <laughs> a personal prison. An, emotion, an emotional prison. A prison of the mind. Um, uh, okay, so I think for Damien's, we're going to go... We're gonna go way back to when he was a kid and um, growing up his, he was like very academically like gifted and super successful. Like one of those kids that's like PSEO when they're like 12, but his mom like came down with cancer. And so his mom died of cancer when he was young and he was always like, Oh, I'm going to like, mom, I, like just seeing her on her bedside, you'd be like, mom, I promise like, I'm going to figure out how to change this. Or I'm like, I'm going to figure out how to fix this. And I'm going to make you, I'm going to make you better. And she's like, Oh, you know, like it's like, I just want you to, you know, use your gifts and you're so talented and, and just don't worry about me. But you see this like very heartwarming scene between like a son and his mom and this kid just so happens to be like really smart and that's it. Okay. Um, can I, can you scroll down on the aftermath just a bit? Yep, yep. Okay. All right. So what was yours, Josiah? I am grim under the white oh. three. So the stress and trauma from your little adventure are going to haunt you forever. Bits of your soul are destroyed and you are missing a piece or two. In a few years, <laughs> children are going to cry when you get too close. <laughs> All your plans have ended in complete ruin. Oh, <laughs> All right. So, um, we come in on a Thorpe who simply sits at his desk despondent, staring off into who knows where. The papers from his classes and his experiments and everything just sit on his desk untouched. And he has lost all all desire to even keep going. What little he had before, which you know that he was worn down and old at the beginning of all this, after everything that's happened, he's he's done. We see a scene of him handing in his resignation. We see a scene of him going off to 
live by himself in, you know, the confines of, you know, his house out in the woods and, and even, even, I mean, the bits that we see of him being visited by family and his grandchildren and everything like that, you can see that there's still no joy. In fact, he only sees in his grandchildren some of the some of the brights that he saw in Damien, and um, which only makes him feel guilty. And also, of course, seeing the face of the man who came crashing into his life that has yet to be born. He's just broken. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> Clive returns Marky and Dr. Thorpe and, and swiftly returns back to his home time. He, uh, he uh, walks into his office uh, to applause and cheers at the success that he had in his mission. Everyone is so happy for him. Um, he's, he's given awards and honors, but uh, he looks down at his briefcase, which still has a bloodstain on it from day um, What was your ending, Josh? Oh, Zero. mine's the worst of the worst. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, so we haven't like actually gotten to the end end yet? No, no, you, yet. you you get a vignette for every dice you have. Yep, a vignette so the, for every die. Yep, three, mm. yeah, four little vignettes. Yep. Oh, whoa, okay. Yeah, so you can think of more. <laughs> there are oh, more. I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. All right. So Marky goes back to work and we see him you know clocking in it's almost a repeat of the opening scene where he's walking in and clocks in and goes to start working on a machine and as he's working on it um the the tool in his hand um like he 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 becomes transfixed by it and stares at it and can't stop staring at it until finally he like, just breaks down in a rage and throws it and, and starts kicking the machine and busting it apart until people have to like pry him off and pull him away. And like he, he goes, he like walks out in a huff and just angered and mad. <laughs> just <laughs> machines. <laughs> machines. Machines. <laughs> um, I was the machine. I was the machine behind the machines. So, um, <laughs> So now, now, now we see a, a youngish Damien, Damien, and he's at his first day on the job working for the world famous Doctor Thorpe, and he's youthful and full of vigor and energy, and has all of these ideas. and And Doctor Thorpe just has these like very loving, like grandfatherly like eyes, just transfixed on this like young pupil who he has so much hope for. And all Damien talks about is wanting to like better the world and um, use use his gifts to help mankind and uh, so on and so forth. It's just like the super beautiful touching scene that just is full of hope. All right. So we come upon um, Thorpe who has gone off to live who knows where and... <laughs> His 
his son and his family come to visit him. Mm. And you can still see that there's plenty of pain and suffering. However, the children are a sense of lightness to his usual grim demeanor. And it he watches as the children play with whoa one sec. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. Um he watches as the children play with toy trains and toy cars and um just having fun without a care in the world. And he's able to sit and think hopefully those children will grow up without the worries and cares that he's grown up with. Hmm. And it gives him slight hope. After Clive's great success, he was awarded some time off and he opted to bring his time machine slash briefcase home with him. Sadly, during his time off, he spends most of his time just scrubbing the leather, trying to get (laughs) the blood out of it. Mm. And he obsesses over this stain. Oh, man. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, all right. So, Marky is, um, has hit a low. He's been laid off. Uh, he spends his time at home just staring at the TV or what passes for TV. Maybe it's a phone. Um, and drinking beer just doesn't take care of himself. He's gotten all shaggy and disgusting looking he just sits um and there's uh, a ring on his his doorbell um and like his reaction is almost panicked as he throws the the beer bottle at the door and it shatters um and then you hear some feet running away from the door and maybe like some comments like no and uh he sinks back down in his chair and like reaches over and Grabs another bottle of beer and opens it. <laughs> They're all so broken. Yep. Um, okay, so now, um, now we're we're gonna we're gonna do like a couple of quick cuts, but it's it's basically like you see like a shot of like Damien and Thorpe, and Damien's older now, and Thorpe's even older, and they're starting to like bicker and argue a little bit more, and you realize like as Damien got older and their research in multiple avenues like didn't pay off as well as he had hoped he kind of started losing sight of why he was doing what he was doing and then you realize like as he was bleeding out with like the two briefcases this was like kind of the thing that like had come back to him where like Mm -hmm. he remembered his purpose like that was that was it was kind of like that he thought he was gonna die like you think you're gonna die and your life's flashing before your eyes and you're like oh crap like this is this is why i was doing what i was doing so he's having like a very like revelatory moment and that's what he was thinking about like he was seeing he was seeing like how twisted everything got and how he lost sight of everything and that's that um one of dr thorpe's grandchildren is a bit older now and He is heading off to school and Dr. Thorpe wonders or Dr. Thorpe is talking to him and is talking about what he'll be studying and the 
child says that he would really like to go into applied sciences, particularly in the field of time travel. And Dr. Thorpe's eyes just sink down and he has nothing to say. Um, in Clive's time off, he has taken some time to step away from the briefcase and the stain to do continued research on time travel theory. Something he could have cared less about in his time working for the agency. He uh, now has a greater understanding for the ins and outs of how time travel truly works. Um, Tamarki um, is picking up his mail. And in it, there's a, a flyer for the, the university in town um, that includes like um, special featured uh, course offerings in the catalog of um, applied sciences and time travel. And he looks at it and crumples up the paper. And then in a quick cut, we see him um, walking through the woods and as he's he's walking, you see um, Dr. Thorpe's house up in the distance. He's walking with an unknown purpose. Ah! Wait, is that your last one? That's my last one. Oh, gosh. Oh. Why are you um, passing the buck to me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Damien. I, I think... Uh, uh, so, in in his dying moments, we look and we see that like... Here. And you, right, and you, and you you see that you see that he he actually is like jumping back to the future, mm-hmm. and so he jumps he jumps to the future and he goes past where he went the first time, and without having to really be told, like it turns out, like he was saved, like his life was spared, he was saved, like m- like medicine at that time is just like beyond anything we could imagine. And that's what he was banking on. And because of that, he, the, the last thing that we see is like, you see him being saved. You see him like stashing away the, um, like as soon as he comes back, he basically like hides the briefcase and then goes and finds help. And then that's what you see. And then you cut forward and it's back to like his childhood home. And it would have been like when his mom was passed, but instead like he's basically sitting and looking at his own house and here comes like his mom and his younger self. Hmm. And he just like kind of like walks down the road and I, I don't like, and then as he's walking, you just see a billboard and it says like cure for cancer. And then just like, poof, he just like disappears with, with the time machine again. Or can it says cancer is cured, and then oh, he poofs away. That's amazing. Oh man, it's it's night, <laughs> and Marky steps up to Doctor Thorpe's house and knocks on the door. <laughs> a weak a weak voice tells Marky to come in. <laughs> <laughs> And Marky comes in. And Dr. Thorpe says, Marky, I was expecting you. Marky, 
you are one of the few people that understands what I have been through and what, what all of this has cost. I am dying and I wish for you to have everything that I have. And I motion for him to look over at the table and there's a will and testament with Marky's name listed to receive all of my estates, all of my money. <laughs> and no one in the doctor, Thorpe name. And, and, <laughs> doctor, and Dr. Thorpe, doc, Dr. Thorpe um, then passes. And you go to a scene at the graveyard where you see a headstone. And on that headstone, it has Dr. Thorpe. No first name still. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it says, and it, and it says, and it says, at peace from all time. And uh, Marky and Marky, Marky is standing there near the gravesite, and all of his family is also there too. And you can see a very young Thorpe child with just a sullen, just very you know scummy face <laughs> looking over at Marky. I love it. Okay, guys. Um, it goes Bring us home, Josh. Oh, it's going to be the worst home ever. Um, <laughs> so Clive, in his studies, has discovered that the butterfly effect truly does exist. And change, and change can occur. And the horrors of everything that has occurred has warped him so much that he knows that it needs to be erased. So that time machine, that stained bloody time machine <clears throat> is used one last time bringing him back to when Dr. Thorpe was just a child. What's happening? <laughs> What's happening? Clive murders Dr. Thorpe. His own personal Hitler. And he, as as the the young Thorpe fades away to death, Clive slowly disappears from existence. Uh, as does the cure for cancer. Oh no! And the will and the will for Marky. Oh no! It's like the Thanos snap. <laughs> You took away it all was. the happy endings. I took away all the happy endings. <laughs> like the zero is so bad. It was bad it's, for everyone. It's so powerful. <laughs> it overshadowed. Oh. oh he had wow, never man. had a mentor. Marky wow. ha- never had a beneficiary. Wow. Thorpe never had a life. Granted, he never had a first name. Neither did five. So. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Uh, Man. Josh just <laughs> put a knife in the end. Well, hold on, I have to. I I did. I didn't expect that I would have to write more timeline stuff on the board. I gotta. <laughs> yeah, Josiah, you gotta write that down, please and take, then we need to see it. Take yeah, pictures. please take a picture. Uh, okay, so we got that, and then I did ooh. jump into the future to get the cure for cancer. <laughs> Uh, which is one of the one of the specifics. Is it really? Yeah, isn't it? Probably. Oh, no, it's an object. 
object, the not object. a cure for cancer. Mm, could work one and the same. All right. Okay. So let's see. All right. So I obviously didn't get every single plot point in here, but general gist. Um, we have the initial Damien time travel after he has the argument with um, with um, what's his face, and so um, he travels. We have the line going over to finds time machine, and you know he heads back, gets fired, and you know Damien Stanley. And along with that, we have this pink line, which represents you know um, uh, crap, Clive. And him coming back to here, as well as to here, like, you know, a little bit earlier and everything like that. Um, I'll have to listen to the recording over a few times in order to figure out just how many times Clive did the little mini hops and <laughs> stuff like jumps. that. Um, we have Damien's first day. We have um, <laughs> Damien shows Thorpe the briefcase um, and everything like that. We have whole body swap incident, which I have notated up here as far as like, you know, um, Mark going after Clive and then, you know, Clive continuing on and then them hooking up and, you know, going back in time right here and following through right there. And then um, this is the Clive and Thorpe at, um, at Damien's apartment. And let's see. Holy crap. Um, and then this was the office incident where they jump back to 1814 and with 1814 then i mean you have damien and thorpe there for a little bit and then m and k join up they have this bit uh damien goes back in time he goes through he dies these guys all go back to 1107 at damien shows thorpe the briefcase and <laughs> um then the only other thing that's left is back here we have one more line from about this time of the timeline back with, you know, Clive's time going back and Thorpe double death. <laughs> Thorpe double yep. death. I like that. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yep. I'm, I'm so happy we do the, the yeah. chronology. Oh, That's so good. I need to clean this thing up. <laughs> yeah. oh. It needs to be a lot was... more detailed. But yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Man. No, it's great. So well, that's this fiasco. Was, this was fun. Yeah, what'd you think, Josiah? I like it a lot. I think that like tomorrow morning, 7 30, Josiah is gonna like it a little bit less, but <laughs> yeah, that's okay. This is this is okay. true. Yeah, I've got yeah. a I've got a meeting, mm-hmm. but you know, we'll we'll make it through. Yeah, you've um, got a meet yeah, we do we still do morning meetings every morning at 7 30. And <laughs> yeah. How about you? What's your day like? I was going to say, you guys are way more regimented than us. Us is like Mondays. Mondays at 8 are our meeting times as a faculty, and that's it. And then it's just classes. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We we still meet each morning at 7.30, except for Wednesdays. We take Wednesdays off, but we meet 7.30 to just talk any issues or anything like that. Um, nice. How often are you meeting for your classes? Once a week, every class face to face. Otherwise, oh. I've got like. Otherwise yeah, I've we got are like being t- a lot more. We are being a lot more regimented than you guys. Then um, we we meet um, a minimum of three times a week for most of our classes, 
However, I'm doing a little bit less than that for my ensembles, of course, since there's not really much yeah. we can do. Um, but yeah, are you guys taking grades still? Kind of. It's it's weird, but yes. Is it going to be mainly pass fail or? Yeah, for the most part. Well, and then it's all complicated. It gets like added to their like third quarter grade, kind of. Mm. I don't know. You know, life. Okay. Well, this was this was super awesome. Oh man, Josh, I just just putting a bomb in everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt like a yeah. very Clive thing to Ruined do. Ruined everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Clive's like, I don't care what anyone else is doing. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. <laughs> yep. I think I, I yeah. with the the whole um, Ben, your suggestion for this thing to like edit in our own things like we could take like just the locations thing from another playset and put that in yeah that's genius well yeah because like honestly looking at mm-hmm. looking at the playset for this like all of the main categories can all stay mm-hmm. and then you just need to and the, and i would say there's some that don't really need to change at all because they're oh, sure. pretty they're pretty universal i think the location ones is the one that needs to change more than and, you know, like, I'll play Time Cops ten times, but I don't want to go back to ancient Rome, you know, often, if that yes. makes sense. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think yeah. I think the more we can switch up locations, the more play. And that's a great idea is just snag locations from other mm-hmm. play sets. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. There's a, a thing, one of the play sets on fiascoplaysets.com is the Amalgamated Fiasco. Um, have you looked at that one at all? No. Essentially, in 2017, they took bits from, it looks like about 20 different playsets, mixed them together, and you've got bits and pieces from all 20 of those different playsets. Oh, man. We should play that together. one. That sounds I, incredible. Yeah. That would be bonkers. Like, here's here's what they... Uh, they say about it, everything right is wrong again. Many who play Fiasco do for it, do so for its potential to make things go completely insane. This gonzo approach to improvisational role play is a fresh respite from the rails of campaign play and a wonderful stretch from those who feel they have sunken into a rut by playing the same character for months on end. Amalgamated Fiasco started with a question, just how gonzo is too gonzo? <laughs> In attempt to, comp- to find an answer to that question, I compiled 24 element categories from 24 different published Fiasco playsets, including two that I've written. I tried to find the most evocative, compelling, and detail-specific categories that I could in order to make this playset as entertaining as possible. Oh, we're doing that next. <laughs> we're doing that one. Yeah. Okay, sure. We've got to do that one. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not not married to the idea of just doing the time travel ones. No, no, no. no like, it's fun. It's yeah. really like, fun, and I really enjoy them a lot. But mm-hmm. I'm okay with doing something different. Also, you I, guys know, like, some of our recordings are up as a podcast, right? Oh, that's great. Great. Right. What is Us Play Fiasco. Just called Us oh, Play Fiasco. That's awesome. We've got, like, four episodes up or something. Because <laughs> we did, like, yeah. the first one that we did was the Supernatural Files one. Mm-hmm. Those two yeah. episodes are up. And then the Rift mm-hmm. that you guys did when you did the time travel one for the first time yeah. or whatever. Yeah, Rift. Oh. That one's up, too. Josiah, Rift. you got to know about Rift. Rift, Rift was is our wild. <laughs> It, it is, is it? our it is our uh, time travel tourism. I didn't play that one, Ooh, but I listened yeah. to it. 
yep, yep, yep. that one was that one was pretty that one was pretty great oh so much fun i was a tour guide very nice it was wonderful ben was my son yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, way I, smarter I, than me i essentially yes, took yes, the yes. audio from those sessions and just like truncated the silence and mm-hmm. normalized the sound a little bit so some of the background mm-hmm. stuff was out and then i put a tag on the front and a tag on the end and that's it sweet i'll get you the audio for this one then sure mm-hmm. if you've got the last time we did the time travel one too i'll take that yeah is that on my phone did yeah, i do that, on, my that phone? one on your phone yeah you did you just post this for people yeah it's up for people mm. If Am I you editing out some of my language? Let's see what I can do. <laughs> you you were pretty good. Yeah, I think you were. Yeah, I was we gonna were. say I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go back now and do some listening and be like, um, oh, wait a second. Fiasco is copyright Bully Pulpit Games. Us Play Fiasco is not affiliated with Bully Pulpit Games. Purchase Fiasco and other great games at bullypulpitgames.com. Find this Fiasco playset and all the playsets used on Us Play Fiasco on fiascoplaysets.com. Theme music for Us Play Fiasco is Take a Break by Loyalty Freak Music, used under a CCO 1.0 universal license. Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener, obviated objects of oblivion obambulating about, offered unto you in the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org, from our fancy to yours.